Welcome to the Time Variance Authority. I'm Miss Minutes, and it's my job to catch you up before you stand trial for your crimes. So, settle in. Now, hang on just a minute. And we'll get you in front of a judge in no time. <laughs> Who actually believes this crap? Sir, I'm going to see your ticket. No. Thanks for visiting the TVA. Don't hesitate to let us know how we're doing. What do you want from me? You put our timeline in chaos. I want you to help us fix it. What could possibly go wrong? Trusting Lokeep is not a good idea. Welcome to Dissecting This Fiction, a podcast where we discuss the latest in movies, TV, and games. Because we're always DTF, and you should be too. I'm your host, Steven. And I'm your co-host, Jessica. And this is The Anatomy of Loki, Episode 4. Spoiler review for The Nexus Event. Yes. You know what? I don't know if I'm really feeling like doing a podcast this week. Yeah. Um, it's kind of lazy. What if we were to, um, like, make some Android replacements for ourselves to... Android, Android, Android. Do it for us. I was thinking a wizard. Okay. One of the better of the big three. Yeah. But you think an android? Yeah, I mean, it seems like more within reach. Okay, yeah. Right, we do have a lot of android parts around the house. (laughs) That's true. Well, we have a lot of, like, tech parts. Yeah. We don't have magic lying around the house. Right. Yeah. So we can't make android wizards that's for sure right (laughs) okay let's do it yeah fuck it why not all right well we will i guess we won't be back yeah but we will yeah we totally will wink wink Welcome back to The Anatomy of Loki, Episode 4, The Nexus Event. Yeah. I'm your host, Android Steven. <laughs> and I'm your co-host, Android Jessica. And this is a spoiler review episode. You have been warned. Yes. Now is your time. If you have not finished the episode, you should probably press pause, go watch it, and then come back. Don't forget to come back, though. <laughs> okay, let's dig in. We have, uh, we had a pretty... I think, pretty good episode this week. I would say it's one of the better episodes. Yeah, which I think is weird. Just before we get too deep, I I wanted to say, like, I try to avoid social media the day of, because I have to work before we're able to watch it. And then, but, like, occasionally something will slip through. And I saw some things that were, like, reviews, and, like, people were like, man, this episode was lame. And I was Mm. like... Okay, so I was a little worried. It was like, is this going to be a filler episode? Yes. Like, I was, like, I was like stressing I, I out about like, it. Last episode felt like a filler to me. Yeah. Is this one even worse? Yeah. So then whenever well, we watched this... six episodes. I can't have too much of that. <laughs> yeah, exactly. There's no it's room. Like, oh, yes. The ding-dongs <laughs> of <laughs> Disney+. Plus. Yeah. So I was a little concerned. But then when we started watching it, I was like, what the fuck? Who thought this was lame? Like, there's so many things, I feel like, that mm-hmm. we learn in this episode. Yeah, this definitely catapults the storyline yeah 
there's it's like the opposite of a filler episode in my opinion yeah so unless it's just like it's it's filled with good stuff stuff yeah filled with stuff <laughs> yeah <laughs> okay so we start off uh to seeing uh asgard again which we haven't seen in a little while and this time we end up with uh sylvie when she was a child she's like i don't know eight or nine or something like that she's young and she's like playing with toys. Then we so Asgardian we, toys. Asgardian toys in Asgard. So it's clear that she definitely was from Asgard. So my one theory back mm-hmm. a few yeah. episodes ago is not good. And it implies she's of royalty because she looks yeah. like she's in the palace. Yeah. So not it looks just like a, she. Yeah. She's not just a random. Yeah. Commoner like or whatever. Some, like goat girl. Yeah. <laughs> goat girl. You know, like a girl who like Herds goats. takes care of goats. Yeah. So, yeah, it's pretty clear. That's the goat girl. I heard she's the greatest of all time. Yeah, okay. (laughs) Um, So, it looks like she definitely was royalty, even though she kind of doesn't act like she was, but that's because apparently she was taken when she was a small child. So, she wasn't really truly raised as royalty, which makes sense. Do you think that Odin or Frigga hired Liam Neeson (laughs) to track her down? Um, since she was taken, taken, yeah, I'm gonna say they probably didn't since they never found her. Because if they had hired him, she would have gotten home. I think mm-hmm. that's true. Yeah. <laughs> Could you imagine if he worked for the TVA? Oh my god, this episode wouldn't even exist, or no. this, the whole series wouldn't. This even whole exist. series would not exist. Yeah. Case closed, right? Yeah, totally. Uh, so also in this scene, we learn. That Ravana was the originally a hunter, and she's the one who brought in Sylvie as a child. Mm-hmm. So that's a little bit interesting to me because I felt like this hunt that she was putting on seemed a little bit personal. So kind of it tracks. Mm-hmm. She's embarrassed that it happened on her watch, and now she feels like responsible, personally responsible. Yeah, but it also feels weird. Like I can't tell whether this whole mission currently with Sylvie is like. Because of that mission, or if it's just a coincidence of that mission, it just feels like Loki coming into play and them hunting this variant Loki, which is Sylvie. Mm-hmm. It just seems irrelevant to that mission. I also just thought of something. I feel like it is further evidence potentially that um, the time works differently here thing. Oh yeah, because she hasn't aged. She hasn't Whereas aged at all, and Sylvia, Sylvia has, has quite yeah. a bit. Yes. And it obviously hasn't been like, let's say, minimum fifteen years. Mm-hmm. Even if she's ten, say she's a, no, she's got to be even older than that. So probably minimum twenty years. Okay. Also, so this implies that you can move up in the TVA. Yeah. You're not set to one position. Exactly, because in the flashback, which, which is interesting, because does that mean that does she have? Is she a variant that has? Another life elsewhere, or is she also in on it? Yeah, that's a very good Whoever's point. in charge. Yeah, or does she even know? That's a really good question. Because it would, you would assume she's not in on any of it, because if there's people before her... Yeah. Then either they would have known and they would have taught her when she got to that position, or she would just... Have never known. It all feels very um, totalitarian. Like, only the timekeepers know what's going on. Like, uh, or like communism, I guess. I don't know. Like, a, it's... Well, I mean, we referenced that first few episodes, TBA did feel like it yes. was kind of a elitist yeah. type. We still see, like, the posters and stuff. Way. 
yeah, the posters and stuff on the wall are very like propaganda ish. Mm. Um, so it feels like only the people at the very, very top, aka the timekeepers, know what's really going on, and they're just in for like making everybody else believe what they want them to believe. So we find out this is basically a memory that Ravana has as she's on her way down to go see the timekeeper. She's thinking about her failure back in the past on her way to go talk about a current failure of letting them escape again. It's got to be awkward for her, like wondering if she's going to be just killed. (laughs) I would imagine you would have that fear in this kind of environment, but I don't know, maybe. Yeah. So when she goes to speak with the timekeepers, it's revealed that they're real or at least it looks like they're real they're three beings with glowing eyes Mm -hmm. and then that's all we get in the beginning but it's just kind of like a oh look it's not just some guy like it's they do exist basically because we were all questioning it last episode yeah we got an answer yeah out of a question we've had since the beginning right so the tva is ran as far as we know by three lizards yes as far as we know we don't get to see the conversation that she has with them, but then she's obviously leaving fairly disappointed, and Mobius kind of questions her about um, Hunter C-20, the one who had been enchanted by Sylvie, and it eventually comes out that she's dead, which is interesting. <laughs> I was very suspicious of that, because... It feels like another lie, right? Yeah, absolutely. Um Basically, she's like, oh, yeah, yeah, she went really crazy because she was enchanted by the by the variant, and she just got she got worse and worse, and then she died. Yeah, and I think that's just kind of uh, obvious as a viewer. You're, you are pretty confident that she's fucking full of shit. But, right. like, yeah. as far as Mobius is concerned, he he's full in yeah. believing everything that's yeah, the TVA spewing. Yes. So there's clearly some kind of relationship there, so he has no reason not to trust her. Exactly. But... At the same time, he's like, well, this doesn't really make any sense. And he's like, he wants to question it, but he feels like, well, but I can't. I'm yeah. like, why would I? Yeah, there's no reason for him to question it at this point. Um, so then we get to go, we go back to Lamentus 1 and we see the scene that everybody thought was Black Widow and Loki in mm-hmm. before the series came out. And mm-hmm. clearly not. <laughs> it turns out it's Sylvie, like you said. And this is where Sylvie kind of, she... Realize they're very defeated, and they're like, "Well, basically, we're gonna die." So Sylvie tells Loki her backstory. Yeah, she catches him up. Yeah, and... she's like, "So this is what happened," <laughs> or "So what happened was." <laughs> yeah. um, they had a moment, right? They had yeah, a nice they had moment a very... where they kind of were like, "There's no reason to be deceptive, or yeah. to there's no or be tricksters. There's no game, <laughs> yeah. to win because exactly." As far as we're aware, we're, we're both dead here. Yes. Cards on the table. Exactly. No one to hold them. <laughs> no one to fold no them. No one to fold them. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so then we get a glimpse back at the TVA. Hunter B-15 was asking uh, Mobius, is there any news on C-20? She seems kind of also visibly... She seems concerned. Yes. Not just baseline concern like not just regular not like i hate everybody yeah because that was like her her total her overall attitude of was uh variants are the devil Uh, i'm here to to conquer all of them yeah yeah and like no nonsense whatsoever no emotion and she seems like she's having emotions which is kind of weird um but this is also after she's been enchanted by sylvie earlier in at rock's cart and so we start to see some different emotions across her face at least um and she's like we need to find them 
So, uh, as, like you said, Loki and Sylvie were having a moment on Lamentus 1, and you can see that they have the that statement, which is kind of a callback to earlier, where Sylvie says, do you think that what makes a Loki a Loki is the fact that we're destined to lose? And it was kind of a reference to earlier what Mobius said was you're in this what he said something super he said it super sad to Loki like basically your purpose is so that other people can do better your purpose is to fail so others can do better yeah which is and that was like episode one yeah it was very early on um but it was very interesting that she said something so similar and then Loki's like no 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 that's not a thing basically you as a child ran circles around this fucking organization that was supposed to be the biggest most powerful thing you're amazing and then they have like so does he believe that or does he just say that because he like feels bad about the situation unclear because he doesn't feel that way about himself it feels no he doesn't but he also didn't do what she did Mm -hmm. so maybe he maybe he does truly admire her uh accomplishments subconsciously is he admitting that she's the better Loki Ooh, good question. So, as, and then, so Sylvie, like, touches his arm, right? Is that what happens mm-hmm. right after? Oh, they're gonna fuck. Yeah. <laughs> He's gonna fuck himself. He's gonna fuck himself. <laughs> but in a good way, Yeah, apparently. Sylvie said, go fuck yourself. Yeah. <laughs> and he's like, I've been planning to. Um, so then we get a flash of I this. mean, it really wouldn't change anything if they no. are gonna die, Yeah, right? who cares, right? Timeline um, is not gonna get changed. <laughs> Yeah, so we get a flash of the screen that's like monitoring the sacred timeline bullshit at the TVA, and then there's this little red line that starts going, going making a fucking beeline for that red line, you know, like it's mm-hmm. almost straight up. Yeah, and they're like, "What have? What's happening?" Like they obviously are like, "Well, we found them. There's mm-hmm. obviously something going on." And then it's before that, though, uh, going back to uh, Hunter B15, yeah, she also kind of had this like concern of like we gotta find them after the whole moment where she seemed different. Yes. And so I kind of took that like she wasn't trying to find them because she was angry and wanted to like punish them. Yeah. It was like she legitimately had like a reason she, she cared about their existence. Yeah. I think she wanted, I think she wants answers to the questions she has. And mm-hmm. she feels that Sylvie might have those answers um, because of what she potentially saw whenever she was yeah. enchanted. So yeah, the they said they've never seen an event like this that goes mm-hmm. that it's basically a straight line up, yeah, perpendicular. Because <laughs> Sylvie gave Loki a hand job. Oh, yeah? Is that... <laughs> so they're sitting there holding hands while the literal sky is falling. And everyone's like, what the fuck's going to happen? But obviously they're not going to die at this point because it's way too early on. And it's yeah. like first part of the episode. So um, the TVA finds them. Two doors open up. And then we find out they're apprehended. Or then we technically rescued at the same time, if you will. So you could take, one or, take, it, take it or leave it. But... They are technically saved at the same time as being apprehended. <laughs> so, I'm going to say overall it was a good thing. Yeah, I didn't see them upset that they were yeah. not dead. I mean, they were pretty upset at being captured. But, yeah. like, you got to give... you Probably more internally relieved. Yeah, they're like, oh, wow, I'm glad I'm alive. <laughs> okay. So then when they're taken back to the TVA, Mobius has a little interview with Loki and is... Basically, like, he calls him an asshole and a bad friend. <laughs> they basically have a whole debate of yeah. who backstabbed who. Yes, exactly. Th- th- they broke up their band. Yes. Their, their, their buddy. Yeah, their little buddy cop moment yeah. they were having earlier in the series yeah. is broken. Which also tells us that Ravona didn't tell them 
that Loki was a hostage at the end of their Right, exactly, encounter. yeah. Because otherwise, why would they be... I guess just because he was with her, so whatever. But yeah, you're right. She should have... If she were a moral individual, mm-hmm. she would have just mentioned it offhandedly yeah. that he was a hostage. So presumably she's not. Yeah, that's my guess. I, <laughs> I know, I'm just... Yeah. Okay, so they don't really make very far into this argument of who... Who betrayed who? Who betrayed who? Um, but uh, before Mobius decides he's just going to throw him into this time cell where there's like a red door. It's mm-hmm. basically the same time doors, but it's red instead. So there's obviously something different about it. Mm-hmm. So he throws him in and then he ends up, it looks like he's in Asgard. And he's like, what the fuck? So then we get a little uh, cameo from Lady Sif. Who we haven't seen since. The War 2? I think Thor 2, yeah. The Dark World? Yes. That was called? The yeah, Dark the Dark World, World yeah. Okay. Um, <laughs> so that was cool to see her again. Um, unfortunately for Loki, it was not a very, it was a bad memory of his that they trapped him in. Mm-hmm. Um, of where he... So it's kind of like a, not so much an interrogation, but just like, it's like a torture chamber, right? It's like, it's just used to just torture. Yeah, the literally. individual just with their own me- memory. Yeah, it's like, I, like a physical manifestation of like, that thing where you're like trying to go to sleep and you think of something from like 20 years ago that was like a bad memory and then you can't mm. stop thinking about it situation. Yeah, can't yeah. stop, won't stop. Yeah. <laughs> um, so it's like this this memory of whenever he had cut off some of Lady Sif's hair and then she's like basically beats the shit out of him a little bit. Mm. Not like brutally, but you know, when it happens over and over and over again, I imagine yeah. he's struggling. Yeah. One thing I didn't really understand was like, it, and I know it's a little bit later on because they show him many times in the scenario mm-hmm. but like at one point he actually reaches to her a little bit and she like doesn't yeah. knee him yes she just kind of was like you're a piece of shit or whatever and then yeah. she keeps walking yeah you deserve to be alone or yeah. whatever but yeah. like if it's a memory that's designed around torturing him then it would you would think it would always, always have the, the same, same outcome yeah. No matter what he does. So I think it's not a memory, but a reconstruction of a memory. And so it's like AI or whatever, maybe. Okay. And so maybe it can react so, differently if you react differently. Arguably, could you change the outcome completely? In theory, but I think if it's such a bad memory that it would be difficult to completely change the outcome. Like, to have it be an amicable mm-hmm. resolution. Because, like, in that moment where he, like, essentially reasoned with whatever the robot or AI, whatever it was. Yeah. yeah. To the point that she didn't hurt him. Mm-hmm. She hurt him with she words. She emotionally hurt him, yes. Like, then I guess just keep doing that same conversation every time. Yes. And you'll stop getting need in the balls. Yeah. <laughs> Need in the balls. Well, I mean, what else? Would, it's you're, you're you right. It call just, it. Yeah, that's correct. It's absolutely what you would call it. So while that keeps happening in the background, Mobius goes uh, to Ravana to ask if he can interrogate Sylvie also, or the other variant, because at this at this point, I don't think he knows her name. Mm-hmm. Um, and he's immediately shut down. She's like, "No, no, absolutely not. Nobody else is going to be interrogating her. I'm the only one that gets to do whatever." Mm-hmm. And easier to control the. Uh... The lies. Exactly. On Mobius's way back to Loki, he kind of stops and chit-chats with B-15 for a minute. And they have this little exchange. Um, I don't know if he's trying to get information out of her. 
kind of felt felt like it, and I don't know if he ended up getting what he. I think you're just having a friendly conversation. Maybe it was, yeah, it's like I, as far as he's aware, she's just he's, she's she just is. there, yeah. Um, and he says, you know, we've brought in Kree, Titans, and vampires. Why is it two orphan demigods are such a problem, or whatever it is? But so let's talk about that: Kree, Titans, and vampires. It's world building, right? Yeah, or absolutely. I guess universe building. Yeah, multi universe building. Multiverse. Multiverse building. Yeah. <laughs> so okay, right off the bat, we know Cree. Mm-hmm. We already know about that mm-hmm. whole race, right? Yeah. So, and they have a penchant for conquering constantly. Yeah. So it so makes sense that they would have done at something. at some point. There would have been something that was like no. Yeah. The time people were like, at nah. least according to the TBA, which yes. doesn't necessarily have any real reason to. It's just whether the timekeepers decreed yeah. it or not. Yeah. So the one that was interesting to me was Titans. Mm-hmm. Is this specifically going to imply Thanos in different variants? Yeah. Or is it just anybody that was a Titan? Anybody that was a Titan. It could be, but I think you're right. Because of Thanos's like, MO, like, going around and, like, quote-unquote equalizing worlds, he could have just chosen the wrong world and the time people like no 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 no, we don't want you to do that mm-hmm. and so they're like nope you're coming with us so that's an interesting thought that there could be like a bunch of variants mm-hmm. of thanos fucking around somewhere like how devastating do you think it would be for thanos to realize that the time so <laughs> that the uh <laughs> could you imagine there was like a variant of thanos who was like a good person i can't and then he was destroyed for it yeah i can't <laughs> Wait a minute. That's a good point. You're supposed Hold to on. destroy planets. Yeah, he's like, that's not my place. <laughs> Who am I to play God? He's like, I'm going to get that gauntlet, <laughs> and then I'm going to get f- full resources <laughs> for all of the universe. Yeah, they're like, no. No, no, no. That doesn't that's, help that's not, anybody. Yeah. It actually helps everybody. It helps literally everyone. No, that's, no we're not, no, you we can't, can't do that. that. Yeah. Um, pruned. Yeah, exactly. So. But then last we have vampires, right? Yes. We already know Blade is coming to the MCU. Yeah. All right. We're getting that movie at some point in the next few years, I Mm -hmm. believe. But this also sets up other potential characters. Mm -hmm. I mean, we already know about Mobius. (laughs) We already know about Morbius. Yes. Mobius with an R. Yeah. (laughs) Okay. Of course, that's technically Sony, but there are whole speculations that the MCU and the Sony movies with Spider-Man characters are all going to come together at some point Mm -hmm. in whatever capacity. So that could be teasing that. Yeah. But also, I am blanking on the name of the character, but there is a... Oh, duh. Dracula. I was like, there yeah. is a like original vampire Dracula in the MC or in, in the Marvel universe. <laughs> yeah, uh, it's Dracula. Yeah. yeah, Dracula is a character in the Marvel comics. I Could don't... they be teasing Dracula in existence? So did somebody take like? I mean, the... I guess they are in a sense, right? Yeah. But the fact that you have vampires implies he exists because he was the He's original. He's the original. Yeah. That's very interesting. So somebody took Bram Stoker's Dracula and decided it's going to now be part of the MCU. That's well, I mean, this whole thing is based off Greek mythology. Fair enough. Thor, Loki. Okay, noted. Odin. <laughs> okay, fine. I, I give in. <laughs> no, I'm going to break that arm. <laughs> yeah, okay, that's... Yeah, that's definitely setting up some, some options to see in the future. At the very least, it's setting up that, again, for Blade, having vampires to hunt. 
Yeah. Or just exist or in existing. himself because yeah. he is half vampire. Mm-hmm. Spoilers. Yeah. <laughs> so, also, B-15 asks him, Mobius, not Morbius, mm-hmm. um, <laughs> if, if Loki said anything while he was in there. And he's like, oh, he just starts to laugh. He's like, yeah, just that the TVA is lying to me. Why? Like, he's like, this is not, like, nothing useful, essentially, is what he was saying. Mm-hmm. So you can see the look on her face. She kind of has, like, a, I don't know, questioning look on her face. Because now she's getting, like, a double down on her mm-hmm. concerns. Exactly. And then she's like, oh, just doing my job. Like, she doesn't, she's not filling him in because she doesn't, obviously, mm-hmm. probably can't trust anybody, knowing that nobody else has had Sylvia <laughs> yeah, unlock her memories. Yeah, she on the TVA side. Exactly. So. Which... And this is kind of jumping a little bit ahead, but I do what I do kind of enjoy about this episode is even though it does focus on Loki and Sylvie, it also kind of is a counter to the episode what was fully about them. Mm-hmm. And it gives us Mobius and Hunter B-15 yeah. kind of giving their little arcs to themselves. That's true, yeah. To, to a chunk of this episode. Trying to make up for the lack of them being in the entire last episode, basically. Well, just... And just to progress their, their story. Yeah, definitely. Okay, so uh, Mobius heads back and he brings Loki out of the time cell to interrogate him. Basically, he was trying to get him into a, a, a fragile yeah. state so he could get more information. Time out cop. Him. He was time he cop. He was time cop. <laughs> then he says um, he wants Loki to explain how the TVA is lying to him. And he, But then Loki's like, oh, let me free and I'll tell you. <laughs> of course, trying to bargain as usual. And this um, was a nice play off the first episode, right? Yeah. It's like them back in the same seats. Mm-hmm. Loki being the untrustworthy one. Mm-hmm. Mobius being like the, the the time cop, the hard time cop to... Yeah. He's going to crack him, you know? Yeah. It's also... Um, Loki even mentions that. He's like, this seems like it might be a time loop of our own. Mm-hmm. Back in the same spot again, doing the same thing. I guess it was more of a good cop. In the first episode, now bad cop, right? Yeah, I think For Mobius, so. I think sense. so, yeah. Um, so, of course, as soon as Loki's like, oh, t- I'll tell you if you let me out, Mobius is like, okay, obviously you're just scamming me. Like, that's not yeah. a real thing. Moving on. Call him a roach or something. Yeah, cockroach. <laughs> it's like a cockroach's last attempt at survival or something. Mm-hmm. Um, and then he's like, okay, how long have you been working for the variant? And then Loki's like, what? I'm not working for her? It's ridiculous. Yeah. Going on this whole... If anything, she works for me. <laughs> yeah. Um, so after a little bit of back and forth, Mobius doesn't really have any good success trying to get information Mm -hmm. out of Loki that he's looking for. And he says, okay, give my regards to Lady Sif. And then Loki's like, well, wait, 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 let's, uh, Mm -hmm. let's talk about this. (laughs) I don't really want to go back in there at all. And this is where we see trickster Loki come out, Mm -hmm. right? Yeah. Because he's not getting through to him with the truth. So what's he do? He goes and turns and starts trying to tell him what he wants to hear. Yeah, absolutely. To to get out of the situation. Yeah. Yeah, so he's like, obviously it was my plan. She's working with me, blah blah, like making up this whole thing. Mm-hmm. And he's like, your plan is what exactly? Coming well, I'll along, tell you later. Coming along nicely. <laughs> Whatever. It's like, okay, obviously you're full of shit. <laughs> and then he plays it like Sylvie was a pawn. But then, uh, and he was like, if she ends up, once she serves her purpose, I'll, I'll kill her myself or whatever, right? And then... Mobius is like, well, well, I think we've helped you out there then because she's already been pruned. And then you can see yeah. Loki is like visibly upset. Playing a bluff on, yeah. on Loki, of yeah. course, to try of and course. get more out of him. Yeah, she's obviously not dead. I mean, as far as he knows, she could be because he has not been let in the room. But he doesn't know that she's dead. So he's just fucking with him to mm-hmm. get more information because he senses there's more to the story. 
which is true. Yet he's not listening to the truth. Yeah, exactly. But he's not. It's too absurd for him. So it feels like it has to be a lie. Yeah, because he yeah. wants. He's at the point where he wants to hear what he wants to hear, mm-hmm. so he can feel validated for everything that's happened. Exactly. So Loki's trying to tell him stuff, and he's not believing it. And so Loki's like, "I'm not lying." And he finally just snaps and says, "You're all variants. The TVA kidnapped you and erased your memories." And goes on a little bit of a thing. And Mobius is like, obviously, still doesn't really believe it. He's like, "Well, you almost had me there." Blah blah blah. He's like. I know that he's a Loki, and he's the Loki, but at a certain point, you would think he might question it. Which, obviously, he questioned it a little mm. bit enough as we see going forward what his actions are, but it's interesting that he doesn't give away that he's questioning it. I guess that's just poker face. Well, I don't actually know that he is questioning it in this scene, to be honest, because I feel like he is kind of like, oh yeah, you're just talking out of your ass to save mm-hmm. yourself. It's not until he has a moment with Ravona later that he starts to kind of start questioning things again. Yeah. Well, I just, in my, I felt like maybe with this discussion after hearing it a bunch of times, he gave him, it gave him information to combine with the whole C20 situation Mm -hmm. to then start questioning Ravona. The part that I think got him was obviously the end of the conversation where Loki says, uh, of all the the lies or whatever, the ones oh the, yeah, the the biggest one is the ones you're telling yourself. The ones you're telling yourself, yeah. And uh, I think that's the one that kind of struck Mobius the most yeah. because it's, he's like saying that to him, yeah, makes some question. That's a good point. Um, and then okay, so then we go to see B fifteen in the hall, kind of staring at one of those pro- propaganda posters. I don't know if this is relevant to what she, like, if she's having an epiphany because of it, but the poster said something to the effect of, did you get them all? Verify thorough deletion. And I was, like, trying to figure out how to, what that could possibly mean to her or if why it was jogging her memory. Unless she was just spacing out on it and it's not relevant, but it seemed like it has to be relevant, right? I think it's just her reflecting on the whole situation and the process of their job and, yeah. like... Maybe thinking about all these people that she could have deleted as far as she's aware. Right, deleted. Just think about it with pruning, right? Yeah. As far as they're aware, they're killing these people. Yeah. They, they're probably, they think they probably are, right? Yeah. But for all we know, they aren't. Yeah. Which we, we find get out an answer at, to later. At least one of them isn't. <laughs> we imagine it goes across the board. Um, so after staring at this poster for a minute, she turns on her little pruny stick situation and heads into Sylvie's cell. And then Sylvie looks at her and she's like a little bit confused mm-hmm. because she, she, as soon as she walks in, closes the door, she opens up a time portal and turns off her killing stick, <laughs> whatever those things are called, yeah. her pruning stick. She turns it off and she puts it on her holster and then she opens the door and she says, come with me if you want to live. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. The exact words, I think. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and then she says, we'll be back. Yeah. And then later she says, get to the chopper. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, okay, so then we, we've uh, flashed to Ravona's office where Mobius is there finishing up paperwork with her to close the Loki case. Mm-hmm. Um, and she then they're just like having a drink to celebrate that they're done with the case, I guess. And Ravona says, if you could go anywhere, anytime, what would it be? 
He's like, well, I can go anywhere anytime. Yeah, you fucking. Which idiot. is a really stupid question to have. Now, I mean, he he makes a good point. Like, I literally can. Yeah. So, it's kind of a dumb question. Yeah. If you could go to bed at any time, what time <laughs> would you go to bed? Yeah. I don't know, bitch. Yeah. Bedtime. <laughs> yeah. So, um, then his response to that is, "Why wouldn't you let me interrogate Sylvie?" And then she's like, Sylvie? And she's like, I'm wondering probably why he has this information. But she probably doesn't even know that. She might not know either. She's Although like, she would, I guess, because... She should know. If she went to go get her as a child, I guess you probably know her name was Sylvie on the file, you right? You would think, yeah. Unless she just was known as a variant, whatever. I don't know. And then Ravona changes the subject, of course. And she says, oh, the timekeepers want to personally oversee the pruning of the Loki... Of the Lokis, and they want you to be there. And then, if we think back to previous episodes, this would be thrilling to him because mm-hmm. he's always wanted an audience with the timekeepers. But he doesn't even like pay attention to it. Almost, it's almost like he didn't even hear it. He's just like, okay. it also is a little too good to be true, it right? Is. If all yeah. the time you've been trying, all the hard work you've done, mm-hmm. you never got it. Yeah. Now all of a sudden, they're just throwing it to you. Exactly. Like, yeah. So then he's like, oh well, when is when did you first notice what was going on with C20? Like, he's obviously focused on that still. He doesn't really seem to care about the whole timekeeper situation anymore, which is kind of weird. And Ravona's dodging answers, of course, because she's like a bureaucrat, it seems. Mm-hmm. And then she starts to she starts to say, well, you know, want to know the truth? I really didn't want you to interview her because I didn't want anything to happen to you, blah, blah, blah. Which is clearly like she's emotionally manipulating him. What? At the same time, I feel like they do have like a, like a sincere relationship, like a friendship. It seems like so, they do. I mean, presumably they've been working together for... Quite some time. Hundreds of thousands of years. Yeah. Who knows? Yeah. Um, but it just feels a little manipulating at that point because she seems like she's trying to distract him from getting the answers that he wants. Of course. Yeah. Um, so then he... I think he eventually changes his subject and wants... And he's like, oh, what are you going to do with your neck your, this souvenir, which is Sylvie's sword? Yeah, clearly a distraction. Yeah. Clearly old switcheroo. Yeah. So she turns her back and he's, he switches temp pads with her, which I wasn't expecting. That's where... When we first thought, I thought it was a coaster. I thought he was fucking around <laughs> with her with the coasters. Yeah. I was like, good one. <laughs> nice. And then it hit me as, like, oh, that's... That's, that's what that is. The devices they use. Yeah, he's, yeah. He's swapping it out so he can get intel on mm-hmm. her. What she's doing. Yeah. So, meanwhile, at Rock's cart, which is where B-15 took Sylvie, the the same place that they were previously when they when she set off the crazy time reset charges. Mm-hmm. Um, which apparently aren't an issue. It feels like yeah. all of that timeline bombing that happened, it was like, they, I don't know what the word I'm looking for, I guess, secured the, the, yeah. the problem. I think that they, they fixed all of them. I, I'm. It has to be the only thing that was a big deal was the fact that it got as many people away from the main base as possible. But it kind of makes it confusing because they, you know, the whole thing they kept emphasizing was once it hits the red line, you can't go back. Yeah. Everything's fucked. Yeah. It hit the red line on many port, portions of that line. Yeah. So, how did they come back from that? That's a very because no one's in an urgent situation where they're like, "Well, we're fucked on this timeline still." Yeah. Everyone's very calm and like just kind of back to daily routine. It seems. Yeah, that's a good point. 
I don't I don't know how that happened. I'd like to go back. I want to go back and look at that image and see how many of them were across the red line and maybe maybe it was the red line is the point and at which it's it gets more difficult to I think you can I'm assuming you can still return it just becomes a lot more I, difficult. I think it's just going to all come back to it's all fucking lies. Yeah. It's just exactly. them saying what they want to say to get what the TVA's fair. goal is. That's a fair point. Yeah. <laughs> Um, but like that was the exact question, right? That yeah. Miss Minute asked Loki in like episode mm-hmm. two or whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What happens like the when tr- the yeah the Nexus event multiple choice question whatever? Yeah. Yeah. True. Um, so B fifteen is asking Sylvie like, "What did you do to me back then?" And Sylvie tells her that she can't create memories; she can only use what was already there. So then she wants her to show her, and she they mm-hmm. like she touches her arm and apparently unlocks. A bunch of other memories and... I want them to spin this into its own show. I know. And call it Touched by a Loki. Okay, well, you you almost had me. <laughs> what do you mean? <laughs> I was interested in the spinoff, but Touched by a Loki is too far. <laughs> it's, I mean, she touches people and yeah. helps them remember things. Okay, I guess you're right. Every episode could be a new person she's helping. Yeah. She's turning a new leaf, right? For the, She's becoming a good Loki. Yeah, that's true. The time traveling touched by Loki. <laughs> um, okay, so then we head back to the TVA and we see <laughs> Mobius, and it's uh, he goes to like hide out in the library or whatever to like secretly watch a video on C twenty mm-hmm. on Ravona's tempad because you have to assume they have some kind of tracking on that kind yeah, of shit, exactly. right? They would know if somebody's pad is being used exactly or, and you can or, easily see the last time the file is accessed and by whom and what time and all mm-hmm. of that stuff so it definitely seems like it was a big fucking risk to take i guess the idea would be like he doesn't know that that's stuff that they track yeah because it's so secretive shit that's what i'm thinking too um so in this video c20 says she's like i'm a variant everyone's a variant like i had a life back on that world on the sacred timeline and all this stuff like she wasn't she didn't die no she's like <laughs> clearly you're a variant, you're a variant, fuck you, you're a variant. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And then it's revealed that Ravana was in on that interview, and she's the one that leans over and stops it. And so he's like, okay, so she straight up lied to my face. Mm-hmm. Fuck that bitch, is basically yeah. what he said. I think he did say that. Yeah. <laughs> he was like, wow. <laughs> yeah, he definitely said that. <laughs> Okay, so at this point, basically, his he's like, oh, fuck. Loki probably wasn't lying. I have to figure this out now. So then he goes back and he brings Loki out of his little uh, memory, recreated memory prison time loop situation. Mm-hmm. And um, he says, are you sure that Sylvie didn't implant those memories? And Loki said, yeah, I'm sure. I trust. I believe her or whatever. So he's like, so I just have to trust the word of two Lokis? <laughs> Which is a pretty fair question. Yeah, it's a valid question. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so Loki's response is, how about the word of a friend? It's like, okay. <laughs> so fucking dramatic. Yeah. Did they just become best they, friends? Yes. Yup. <laughs> yup. <laughs> so they're uh, leaving to go presumably fuck shit up because... That's what best friends do. Mm-hmm. But as they leave, unfortunately, Ravona and a bunch of goons are there to stop them. And uh, she's like, 
What? I just thought it was really ridiculous. Are you thinking of hockey goons? No. Oh, okay. <laughs> just the idea that the TVA is in in the quantum realm. Uh-huh. Mobius and Loki are like, <laughs> they're like, they're like from like Zoolander. Uh-huh. What is this? <laughs> a time variance authority for ants? <laughs> yeah. Okay, that is pretty ridiculous. I know it was like a long, drawn out yeah. thing to the joke. But... You should make it into a meme. I think yeah. it'd be better. <laughs> I don't know if I have enough paper for that. Yeah, the fact that you said I don't have enough paper for that. Okay. Um, so then Ravana's like all butthurt about the tempad thing. She's like, I believe you have something of mine. Oh, wow. Yeah. <laughs> I do. I think that personally, I thought he played it off really smoothly. Right? Like, he was like, like, like oh, yeah, oh, I, yeah, I, I, it took me I all mistakenly way. took that. I was yeah, like, I, I believed it. Yeah, totally. I was like, oh, I was shit. Like, he fuck did. yeah. He just, he won. The brain fart. He's like, oh, yeah. that's mine. Oh, shit. This one, I don't know how I got yours in my pocket initially, yeah. but yeah. I swapped here, here them you go. on accident. You know? And, and then, here we are. then you know there's a problem when Ravana takes hers back but doesn't give his back. Mm hmm. <sighs> And I kind of feel like she actually, you can see that she did actually give a shit about him. Because it seemed... She did seem like she was hurting. Which yeah. Which I think... She was upset. To her, made this thing more... Yeah. Uh, painful that he did what he did. Mm-hmm. But you could tell she was like in pain at the idea of disposing of him. <laughs> disposing? <laughs> putting him in the trash. Yeah. <laughs> um, so then, of course... I think Mobius realizes that she didn't buy it, which clearly we're more gullible than she is. And he says, you know, if I could go anywhere, anytime, I'd go right where I was originally from. Maybe I ride a jet ski. <laughs> sort of call back to earlier. Something yeah. about a jet ski, right? Um, and then Ravana's clearly upset, and she's like, prune him. And then he does. So this goon number one does that. Goon number one. Yeah. And... Uh, Loki is visibly upset by this, too, because I think They just became best yeah, friends. Yeah, they just became best friends. And he's like, oh, I just lost my best friend. Never, yeah. I've never had a best friend before. <laughs> Probably won't ever again. Yeah. Sucks, man. So, at this point, Loki is taken back into the bad TVA people's custody. And they... Ravona's like, meet me at the elevator. She goes to do whatever the fuck, which is to get Sylvie. But then when she walks into Sylvie's uh, time... I think they call it Time Theater Number Forty Seven, which is relevant, and I'll explain later. Okay. Um, to me. Whenever she walks in, Sylvie's hair is wet, and she's like, "Fuck my life! Who was in here with her?" Basically, like she clearly had like a goddamn it situation mm-hmm. going on. Um, which is an interesting catch. I probably wouldn't have caught that, to be honest. Yeah, I don't know. That How I... do we know her hair just wasn't still wet from the first yeah, time? Yeah, well, she was just really sweaty. You don't know. Yeah, she's maybe nervous. she was watching Cops. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Um, there may have been something else that she saw, but that's the only difference I saw. I was like, I don't know how she would have known other than the wet hair. And I'm like, B-15 couldn't have gotten her a fucking towel? Like, come on. Cover your tracks, people. Yeah, but it also comes to wonder if they wanted oh. that message. You know what? You're right. Now that I'm thinking about how the how it ended, it makes sense. I mean, it's a dumb tactic. Yeah. The best one is to be undercover. Completely, yeah. So, at this point, Ravana takes Loki and Sylvie into the elevator and she's like, I've got him from here with her little rewind device. Mm-hmm. Which makes me, she must be fairly confident in her reflexes to handle a rewind device for two different Lokis in the same room with no other help. Yeah, that's true. Does it not matter? I guess it's 
whoever's the one moving automatically would be the one it moves. I think it does. so, yeah. But what so if maybe she doesn't have to like aim it at anybody or press yeah. a button for each I don't person. think just to aim at anything, but it just it just made me wonder. Like she must have just been super confident in her ability to handle it if two of them decided to do something. Mm. Seemed like a unnecessary risk, in my opinion. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Um, so on the way down, Sylvie asks, "Do you remember me?" And she says, "Yes." What do you want to know from me, or something like that? What do you What do you want to ask? And then Sylvie wants to know her Nexus event. She's like, and she's like, "Why does it matter?" Well, it must have been pretty fucking important because basically it took her life away yeah. and caused all that. of this like, to you happen. Took my whole life from you. Took me, my whole life and caused this to happen. So it better have been to important. This point. So here's my question I had earlier. Mm-hmm. I'm going to ask you now. Okay. Did she take her as a child because it was to prevent this event of her and Loki getting together and having some kind of romantic nexus event situation? Because I feel like they've they've kind of emphasized that the nexus event potential between two Lokis fucking mm-hmm. is... A big enough problem that could change everything. Yeah. Hence, maybe that is what they are trying to avoid with the goal of the singular timeline and mm. the, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, the getting her captured before she even goes through puberty potentially avoids her ever coming into contact with another Loki male. Yes, because the idea was they were gonna take her out before she she, she wouldn't exist, right? Right. Yeah. Or at least she would elsewhere. Yeah. Out of her time. So maybe, for whatever reason, they were tied to this next event they're trying to avoid mm-hmm. from the start. Yeah, that's a good question. Because we're being told that the, the the big war happened already. The timeline's fighting, what got all crazy, yeah. already happened. Mm-hmm. But what if that next event of them getting together is what causes that event? Which causes all the chaos in the multiverse. Oh, that's because that's such some, a crazy thing that shouldn't happen. Yeah. To like have sex with yourself. Right. <laughs> yeah. I don't to be that. honest, I think I'm kind of rooting for it. Yeah, I'm totally down for it. You like know? Game of Thrones taught us that like, yeah. <laughs> it's weird, but you yeah. know, people yeah. will accept yeah. it. People are into it, yeah. <laughs> Plus, there's, they're not technically... Related. It's I guess technically it's less weird than what Game of Thrones Absolutely, because they're not because biological. <laughs> yeah. I think Jamie Lannister and Cersei were like twins, weren't they? Oh, well, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You're talking about that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that's true. There's a lot of incest. Yeah, there's a lot of problems. Yeah, they were siblings. They were serious incest. But I was thinking of the other Oh. The, like, the main people. Right, right. Uh, Jon Snow and, and John Daenerys. Snow. Okay, yeah. fair enough. Yeah, they were like distant cousins or something. Or she was his, like, aunt? Yeah, she yeah, was his she aunt. Yeah, she was his aunt. Yeah. Less gross, but still gross. What is this? <laughs> <laughs> a fuckboy for ants? Jon Snow says yes. <laughs> okay. Um. You know nothing, Jon Snow. <laughs> I know how to fuck my aunt. All right. <laughs> anyway, back to the current franchise. Oh, right, right, right. <laughs> I think technically they're not even related. They're just the same person, which is weird. Yeah. Was, I so, mean, well, arguably they're not technically they're, the same person because they yeah, are different. Yeah, they're different versions. Yeah. But the thing is, they're not even like, they don't even have the same father and mother situation because they're adopted. Mm-hmm. So we don't know. 
Well, not as getting into the science side of it. Yeah. But the fact that she's female and he's male, does that by default make them technically not the same person as well? Yeah. Because the genetic code would technically be different. Right. And so my other question is, I don't know if she is a frost giant half situation as well, or if she isn't. Well, yeah. I mean, that's yeah. semantics. It, yeah, it doesn't matter. Point is, it's less gross than Game of Thrones. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> We're like here and, trying to justify yeah, and arguably not watching gross. it. Yeah. Um, okay. So <laughs> my question is, is she, uh, whenever Ravana says she doesn't remember what the Nexus event was, is she telling the truth or is she just being a bitch? I think she's just being a bitch. Because I feel like she I has that little smirk. And to her, she realizes that Sylvie really wants to know for like closure's sake. And she's yeah. like, fuck that bitch. I don't want to tell her. I kind of think maybe she doesn't know, but she's acting like she does. Mm-hmm. And is intentionally trying to be a bitch about it. Uh-huh. She's trying to put on like an air of being a bitch. Even yeah. though she's just like, I actually don't remember. I don't know. But I'm <laughs> going to pretend like I do and I'm not going to tell you. Yeah. Because at, at that point, like, would she even... Do the hunters even know the Nexus event that they're preventing? Or are they just told, go get no, this they, person? She, yeah, they don't so know she the might intel. Not have ever All known. they know is... This can't happen. They don't know yeah. why yeah. or what it leads to, yeah. right? So she maybe didn't actually know, and she's just pretending yeah. that she did. She so wants here's to... my question. Yeah. Well, never mind. I guess we know that the supposed timekeepers did give this mission. Yeah. But I guess my thought is, is this more her trying to nip this in the bud because of her fuck up? Mm-hmm. Or is this actually... This is kind of going back to like mine. Like, well, is it even related to that mission mm-hmm. when she was a child? I think was this mission going to happen? Yeah. So I feel like the uh, Loki and the Tesseract situation just happened to become intertwined with this. But this mission would have happened all, all along. Mm-hmm. Because she had escaped and was uh, like eluding their capture for so long. But mm-hmm. they need, they need were that's why they were so desperate. You know what we also don't necessarily know? Hmm. Is when in time she's from. True. She could technically be from the future mm-hmm. as a child. Very true. And taken out. Mm-hmm. That's all I got. Yeah. <laughs> it's a good well, question. Well, go anywhere with yeah, it. It's, just, it's a good point, though. It's not like necessarily that she was a child a long time ago. Right. It could be she's a child, like, in the future before Loki even has his story. Mm-hmm. Or after Loki has his story. Yeah. Okay. So, at this point, we enter the Timekeeper's Cavern. And it's all, like, fucking misty or whatever, smoky, whatever you want to call it. Yeah. Trying to look all mysterious and shit. It felt like a Disney ride. Yeah, it did. <laughs> as soon as I saw this room, I was like, okay, so this is the next Pirates of the Caribbean <laughs> yeah. type ride at Disneyland? Pretty much, yeah. And then, basically, the timekeepers are like, what do you have to say, or say for yourselves before we kill you? Like, what? What is that? That's not... This, to me, is evidence that... I don't know. It's evidence of something... <laughs> Because, to me, it makes no sense for them to actually do... Like, why would you bother bringing them into your presence and risking anything when you could just kill them mm. and be done? What I thought was kind of weird, too, was... We're to believe very little people see the timekeepers. Yeah. Yet we have all these rando guards hanging out in the room. Yeah. And we're like, what, four? There's at least four. Yeah. There's probably six, even, because there's probably, I think, I think, a couple at the door. Oh, right, yeah. So... Was that this special occasion because they the Lokis were there? Or was that because that a typical day? 
I think it's a typical day. I think it's like the the like guys with the, the tall hats and the the guard the yeah crap, the, the okay. Queen of England. Yeah, I get what you're saying. Okay. I knew we were going. <laughs> I forgot their names. In my head, I was already like picturing Loki like fucking with them, trying to make <laughs> them smile and yeah. Um, I feel like they probably, there's probably just always like a quote unquote royal guard, like four or however many of them that are just always stationed. So they're probably yeah. like rotating okay. and stuff. That'd be my guess. It just seemed odd that you'd have so many people in there, uh, given the circumstance of the timekeepers I that think, we find out in a little bit. Yes. I think they're probably, they don't know that. <laughs> what's going Exactly. On. Yeah. So why would you risk it is yeah. what I'm saying. Yeah. So uh, at the time where it looks like everybody's kind of fucked, B-15 comes in clutch with the uh doohickey that undoes their little collars that was pretty cool and uh she throws it was a bit cheesy but yeah Yeah, it was a little cheesy but like she was like welcome to earth (laughs) (laughs) pretty much yeah i thought it was interesting that she used the like the timekeeper or the tva like motto against them it was weird yeah it was like for all time always like what i don't understand what you're it was weird to me. It was like sarcasm. Okay. Like irony, right? It's like, for all time. Yeah. Not just your singular timeline. Okay. For all time. Oh, okay. Always. Okay. I guess I could see that. So, really, they their marketing team is fired. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think you understood the whole brand we were going for. Yeah. <laughs> so it's... One specific time... <laughs> For one time. <laughs> so here, I'm just gonna, I'm Once. just gonna pitch this one elevator pitch it to the TVA right now. Yeah. One time only. <laughs> or yeah. For our time only. Yeah, that sounds more accurate. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um. So at this point, a battle ensues, which was kind of a fun little action scene where Loki and Sylvie did the back-to-back situation, and then back to back. <laughs> Yeah. Situation. And, uh, are you like Duran Duran or something? <laughs> I think it's interesting that as soon as the, uh, it becomes clear that a battle is going to happen, Ravana's like, protect the timekeepers. And it's like a whole big thing. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, I don't, I just don't understand that. So it makes it clear can, to me. Can we just, just say it? Yeah. yeah. So yeah. <laughs> they're, they're, they're androids. Yes. They're not even real. They're not even real. So, so why? Here's Are my they? question. I have yeah. questions for this. Okay, okay. So when they call them androids, mm-hmm. does that mean they're androids in the sense of vision, where he is a functioning, like a sentient? sentient being of a robot? Or is it like they are pirates on the of the Caribbean ride? Animatronic. Animatronic. <laughs> yeah. Just like... Somebody is still controlling them, but okay. they're calling them androids. So I, yeah, I think they use the word android as a callback to Falcon and Winter Soldier because it felt like they were just being controlled on a wall. Yeah, and because not actually, if they were anim- androids, Wizard of Oz, right? Yes, we even very, referenced that very, in the first episode. I absolutely, think. Wizard of Oz. Um, it. So yeah, obviously. Also, want to point out, yeah, that motherfucker in the middle did yeah. not look like Kang. Yeah. Did not look at King. Very true. And I caught that as soon as they showed these guys. And I yeah. was like, that does not look like King. Yeah. Something's not adding up here. Yeah. Everything else looks just like King. He doesn't even look like the fucking statue. Yeah. I don't know. It's just weird. Because, like, she throws her sword and she cuts his head off. And then he's clearly, like, animatronic. I would have said animatronic or mm-hmm. robotic. So you think they just wanted to use android as a term for the Marvel Universe stuff? I just think... Just to keep it all kind of, like... 
Possibly, or they, or they might be literally thinking that they are androids, like sentient beings, mm-hmm. and maybe they're not, which I don't think they are, based on what we saw. Because at first, whenever the middle one's head gets cut off, the two on the side start laughing, which is like a weird reaction. And then um, they all shut and down. And then they shut all down. shut down. Exactly. If they were androids, there's no reason the two on the side would have shut down because they should be independent. Yeah, exactly. It's, it exactly. just doesn't make sense. So they have to be being controlled by one. So it was somebody's multiple. voice on the other end? Yes, and doing the fact it. that they shut down at the same time makes me think it's just one person on the other side. So do you think like that Miss Minute situation where she's like this maybe alive uh-huh. but not alive robot? Yeah. Voice thing. Do you think she's tied to those robot or to the the three <sighs> timekeeper androids? Possibly. Could she be like what's in them? As well. Maybe. Or like a... Like she's just like this computer system that runs everything. That's true. She could be like an AI. She could be like a Jarvis Mm -hmm. situation. Yeah. Maybe. Okay. But another question I have is, does Ravona know that they are androids? Because she's knocked out. She is. uh, During the the whole fight, right? She gets knocked out by Sylvie. Mm Mm-hmm. And... And then Sylvie cuts the head off the timekeeper. Yes. So, as far as we know, Ravona has no clue that they are androids. And she's right. sincerely thought these were real beings this whole time. Mm-hmm. And nobody is around besides the two Lokis to see that they are not real beings. Exactly. At this point. Yeah. So that's upsetting. I Yeah, I don't think that she... I don't think she knew. And I don't know how she's... The only thing I... I just had a thought at the end where she's like, just do it. Like when Sylvie's like, I'll kill you or I'm not going to kill you. I'm going to do whatever. But she's like pointing at her. She's like, just do it. In my head, I'm like, I wonder if she is like questioning everything in her reality now because she sees the android head on the ground and she's like, they're not real. Or she'd rather die. I think it's more... Well, kind of like you said, but I think it's more of a... Not that she's questioning it, but like... She's full of honor for what she does right. with the TVA. So, yeah. like, she'd rather die than... Give away anything. I don't know. Yeah, I guess yeah. just, like... It just... She's going to die honorably in her head. Yeah. It I just made me what wonder what her reaction would be to seeing the one's head on the ground. Like, if she would at mm-hmm. all question anything. Or if she would just be like, oh, yeah. you killed them. Or you killed them, you know? Yeah. So, that's an interesting thought. I'd love to see where they're going to go with that. Mm. We just skipped over a big part, though. Yes, we did. Before that, yeah. Before we get to the moment, yeah, I wasn't trying to do that. Okay, just because we skipped to the information that they were androids. So, <laughs> well, not a whole lot happened yes. in between there, right? Yeah. There was a fight. The Loki's won very quickly. Yes, uh, B fifteen took out a couple guards. I what happened? I there? She, she got took, knocked out. Yeah, she got quickly. knocked out pretty quickly. I don't think she took anyone down. It didn't look like she was even there at the end, though. No, she was. I didn't she was see just her body over by the door. She was like, see ya. Yeah, see ya. Um, so yeah, uh, after everybody's knocked out, the uh, Loki is trying to tell Sylvie about something. So, question. He was, he's trying to he's trying to say that, like, I have feelings for you. Okay, is what I got out of it. That's my question. But he didn't know how to say it because he was like, this is fucking weird. Yeah. He's like, I'm new at this. Or, is that what he said? I'm new at this? I don't <laughs> or think I'm he bad said at that. This. I think he said he just... something to the effect of, like, I don't really know how to say this. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. 
Um, so yeah, that's what, that's what I wasn't sure is like if he was just trying to say that yeah. I have feelings for you or if he was trying to explain something about the next event that was non-specific. Basically what I got out of it was Sylvie was distraught at the realization that the timekeepers were fake. Yes. There's somebody else in charge. With Loki even says, he's like, essentially ends. for fuck's sake. Yeah. Yeah. Basically. So who's running the timekeeper yeah. or who's yeah. running the TVA if, if yeah. they're, if they're fake. Yeah. You know, basically, we're back to square one. Mm-hmm. She's devastated. Yep. He tries to console her mm-hmm. instead of giving this pep talk, pep talk, which kind of is what he did anyway. It's kind of what he was doing, yeah. <laughs> uh, it sounds like he's trying to encourage her, like, we'll get through this yes. together. Yes. I want to be with you. Yeah. But I'm not saying that. Yeah. I'm just trying to say. We'll get the answers. Yes. So he's interrupted fucking rudely by yeah. Ravana. Hello, rudely. Extremely rudely when she fucking prunes him yeah. from the back. She's fucking backstabbed the shit out of him. Yeah. She's a back pruner. Yeah. <laughs> Could you imagine <laughs> for like the elderly variants, what they should have done mm-hmm. is turned their pruner technology into like a juice? You know? Mm-hmm. And they would just trick old people into drinking prune juice. Okay. <laughs> and then they would just like... Disintegrate. <sighs> yeah. Time for your prune juice, Grandma. <laughs> <laughs> the old man in the background, not again! <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> so immediately, Sylvie overcomes Ravana and takes the weapon. Mm-hmm. And I was like, bitch, I'll kill yeah. you, basically. So, I mean, let's get into the fact that... So, Loki was straight up pruned, uh-huh. as we've been seeing all fucking seasons so far. Yeah. All series. Yeah. Which I was... Let's be real. I was already like, are you fucking serious? When they pruned Mobius. Yeah. When they pruned Mobius, I was like, fuck. Yeah. I was He's like, dead. What? Okay. But... Yeah. As soon as they pruned Loki, yeah. I was like, oh. They're not so dead. So, they're not dead. Yeah. That means that they don't die. Yeah. There, there's something else there's that happens to them. There's got to be another way or another explanation. You're right. As soon as that happened, I was like, at first I was like, huh? What? What? How? Why mm-hmm. would they? How could they do that? Yeah. It's well, called Loki. <laughs> you can't do that. Well, I mean, you could spin I know. it with Whatever. different variants. Regardless. But yeah. Yeah. Um, they're not going to literally prune Tom Hiddleston out of, out of his own show. Um, well, but. The whole concept, you could take him out of any time in the future if they I did. I know. I'm just saying. It didn't make sense to me. But then as soon as you said that, like, as soon as your reaction was clear to me, I was like, okay, yeah, they're... Yeah, I mean, because the show's not over yet. Yeah. We, we've seen stuff in the trailer that hasn't even happened on the show yet. Yeah. So clearly, he's not dead. hmm So that just proves pruning is not death. Absolutely. As we will revisit here in a minute when we talk about the mid credit scene. <laughs> But yeah, so Ravana says, do it. He, she wants Sylvie to do kill it. her. And Sylvie's like, yeah, no, I'm not going to do that. Because you're going to tell me everything. Mm-hmm. And then she like jolts the prune device at her. <laughs> the prune device. She was out of juice. <laughs> She's just throwing prunes and, at her. <laughs> and Ravona was probably not old enough to really be affected like, by the juice. I don't want those, but it's yeah. fine. <laughs> but like she like kind of like lunges at her with it. Yeah. Like she's threatening her, which I thought was kind of silly because she just said do it. Mm-hmm. And then you're, she's like, no, I'm going to get the 
info out of you. Yeah. And then threatens her with the very thing she says to do yeah. to her. Yeah, it's kind of weird. Like, well, she's not going to be scared because she wants you to do it. True. So, that was an interesting ending. And then we have a mid credit scene where, thankfully... The first one we get, right? The first one. I don't think we've had one yet. We have, have we? not. Correct. Uh, Loki wakes up. So, we're yeah. like, oh, whew, he's alive. Yeah. All right. My question is, why didn't he put on a little makeup? All right. And why did he leave the keys up on the table? <laughs> he didn't. Are you sure? Yeah. I heard it's because he wanted to. All right. Um, I don't think you trust. Oh my God. Okay. You gonna keep going? No, it's fine. <laughs> <laughs> Obviously, you're fucking tired of it. <laughs> so we'll move on. Okay. Just know it was good. Yeah, yeah. Okay, um, so Loki wakes up and he says, is this hell? Am I dead? <laughs> hell is spelled with one L. Is yeah. that like a that was Norse where... mythology thing? Yeah, yeah, that's why. Because in when you're just watching it, you think, oh, am I, you know, is it just hell? But hell makes more sense because mm-hmm. that's where Hela was the ruler. Mm-hmm. And that's where the... You know, I'd, bringing her up, mm-hmm. it, in the series, mm-hmm. technically, I don't know if I brought this up yet. Mm-hmm. I think I might have in the first episode. He doesn't even know he has a sister by the, the the time frame of the series. Because the memories he sees in the first episode go from him seeing all his family die mm-hmm. to the jump where he is being killed by Thanos. Yes. You don't see the gap where he is fighting with... Well, I think there's something you see with him and talking to Thor. But you don't mm-hmm. see him ever see that he has a sister. Good question. Yeah, that's a good point. So, does he even know he has a sister in this timeline? Uh, Maybe not. I wonder if that could come into play at all. I don't know. Okay. It's, I mean, I don't think it does. Probably not. I'm just one. I just, I just thought it was interesting that like, yeah. he's kind of living his life, not even knowing he has a sister at a point. Yeah. After like, that was like a big part of his whole that story was arc. A big thing. Yeah, that's true. And then of course we're like, oh fuck, he's awake or like he's alive. And then we hear a response, which I was not expecting. Not yet, but you will be unless you come with us. So we know there's somebody else there, and then it pans over, and we see uh, three, maybe four Lokis. I'm not convinced. I think it's three. I think I think, I think it's three, three too. Thank you. People I, are saying there's four. I think four. it's three. I think it's three. Agreed. Um, and then importantly, they are in like a destroyed city landscape, which appears to be New York City, because you can see what looks very much like Avengers Tower on the right hand side, mm-hmm. um, which I didn't catch the first time. Yeah, it looks like an apocalyptic world that earth had been destroyed in yeah some people online pointed out that it looks like it could potentially be new york city after a successful 2012 invasion mm. no i have different ideas of what that's okay. about but yeah, that's fine just yeah, fuck so, no they can go fuck themselves <laughs> and, and create find... a nexus event on their own fucking timeline that i don't myself. give a shit <laughs> um okay so as we just discussed, there's argument over whether there's three or four mm-hmm. Lokis, but basically we have what people are calling boastful Loki. He's on the left. He is wearing like a fur collar situation, which you have, which you do see occasionally in the comics, and uh, he's carrying a hammer and like a darker colored armor. He kind of felt like a like a hybrid of Thor and Loki, right? Yes. Um, that, there is a version in the comics where Loki uh, takes Mjolnir, and so this could be potentially like a reference. he becomes worthy. Uh, I don't know about that. I haven't just, read. Or is that not on the table? I didn't read that far into okay. it. I just 
<laughs> to be fair, I didn't do enough homework on that character. I just know there is a Loki that has Mjolnir in his possession. And then we have the, on the far right, there was the Loki version in the bright yellow and green spandex who looked very much like the original comics Loki. Mm-hmm. They've, they've been really good with these shows about doing classic comic costumes in some kind of fun, grounded way, right? Yes. WandaVision, they did their costumes as Halloween costumes. Yes. Uh, I did, actually, did Falcon Winter Soldier even have any kind of thing like that? No. I don't think they did. Okay. The so. only thing that they you could say they did is that the final uh, Falcon costume at the end. Were, uh, yeah, okay. That but was a comics, basically a model. I don't think like more of a classic. No. Their original. But I guess that version, I think, is a, a newer. Those characters are character at least least i think he's he's i'm pretty sure much newer than he's much newer and people did say that his his uh captain america suit looked very similar to what it does in the comics okay um but the point is it was nice to see there's a classic loki from you know it's such a ridiculous costume it's so ridiculous you couldn't take it seriously if they ever put him in that in the mcu right as a real character so it was like now now that we're accustomed to the loki that we know in the mcu he was our gateway drug to now we have all these other lokis that Mm. people will be more accepting of because we know loki as a character and it's just fun to see those kind of costumes because you know then in your head it's like oh that's the that's the comic loki yeah it's like it adds that lineage to the to the characters, you know. The just it's fun, yeah, for like the fans who know those kind of things. Yeah, definitely. And then classic Loki is uh, the actor for that is Richard E. Grant, who we know as General Pride from the Star Wars. Mm-hmm. We didn't know who he was playing in this, no, but we, we knew he was cast a while back, and I I guess people were expecting this to be like a big oh shit moment, mm-hmm. which I guess it is. Yeah. But the question is, how big of a role is he going to be? Is he more like a fun cameo character, or is he going to have a big role in this? Yeah, that's a good question. I would imagine he's going to have a bigger role, because we're going to probably see more of these characters going forward, Mm -hmm. it seems. At least for a little while. Then we also have um, the kid, Loki. Just, he's got the same little different kind of headdress situation. It kind of looks like a helmet, but it's... Mm -hmm. Got the little tiny horns on the front, so it's kind of a little bit of a twist. Um, and he... Yeah, it's because, you know, teenagers are horny. Okay. And he's played by Jack Veal. Also, a, somebody cast that was a very secretive role. Obviously, we know it was a kid, so people speculated it would be Kid Loki, which I guess was pretty accurate, right? Yes. Um, so here's my question for you. Are they setting up... Young Avengers. It kind of seems like they are. Because it seems like all these properties, they have characters that could tie to Young Avengers, right? Yeah, because... We're the, seeing like a younger generation of characters that are kind of being groomed because, for the MCU. Specifically because of the twins from WandaVision, right? As yeah, well? but also Falcon Winter Soldier. We see uh, the grandson oh, right, right. of the original Super Soldier, mm-hmm. who becomes, I think, Patriot. I think you're right. Which yeah. is basically a Captain America type character mm-hmm. of the Young Avengers. Yeah. Yeah, there's definitely a lot of... Uh... And we, you know, Miss Marvel is going to come in at some point. True, true. We know that uh, America Chavez was announced to be in Doctor Strange. Mm-hmm. That's another character. Like, they're definitely setting up a younger generation of... Marvel characters. Yeah, it definitely seems that way. And finally, we have an alligator wearing Loki horns. (laughs) 
who I do not believe to be a Loki. I, it's either just a pet of Kid Loki, and he's just got a fun little hat for him. Yeah, that's what I think is happening. Uh, just don't ever let Groot see that, because he's not going to enjoy it. Yeah. Uh, so here's my thing. My 100% evidence of how that is not a Loki is because, do you think Loki would let himself be held by another person? Absolutely not. It doesn't matter if he's another Loki. I feel like Loki would be like, no, I can stand on my own. Even if he's a small alligator. Well, what if he... Well, I mean, but he wouldn't be able to stop an entirely large being from holding him, right? I mean, he could probably snap at him as he's grabbing him. Yeah, he's only got so much range. Well, I still stand by that statement. Okay. I feel like Loki okay. would not want the, to The only held. other option is he is a real Loki who was turned into an alligator. Maybe. The question would be, if he is an actual Loki being, does he have powers as an alligator? Yeah. Is this like a, a kind of like a, a nod to like Frog Thor? <laughs> yeah. You know? Yeah. I don't know. This isn't a character from any comic, right? Not that I could find, no. Okay. And most everyone else on the internet also couldn't find it. So. Okay. Um, nothing. There don't appear to be any ties to the comics with Alligator uh, Loki. Which, Alligator, by the way, not Crocodile, as some people are saying. Nobody, some of these people never watch Animal Planet and it shows. Mm-hmm. So, just saying. Okay. Yeah. 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 Okay. okay. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I'm glad I said alligator now. Yeah. Don't want to. Well, alligators you. have a wide mouth, and crocodiles have that narrow snout situation. Yes, that's yeah. true. That's yeah. very true. So obvious. I'm just yeah. <laughs> Not to mention alligators. Actually, no. Crocodiles. Was a crocodile in Peter Pan, or is it an alligator? It's a crocodile, <laughs> right? I think they describe it as a crocodile. Yeah. Although art does show it with a wire. Yeah, I know. I know. Yeah. That's what I was kind of confused on. Because if you ever saw Hook, mm-hmm. it looks like an alligator. But I think it's supposed to be a crocodile. Anyways. Yeah. I was going to associate the alligator with time. But I think crocodiles deal with time. Okay. So we've gone through the entire plot. Um, and we've gotten a little bit of our thoughts out there. But let's discuss... How do we think that this episode has changed our views and expectations and maybe some theories that you might have or theories that you've had but are now updated based on the events here? I think the storyline is going to be a lot more simple than I thought it was going to be, mm-hmm. which is unfortunate. But they kind of have been doing that, right? Mm-hmm. We have these big ideas of where the story's going, but then they just end up being very simple plot points. Yeah, I feel like they fucked us with the whole WandaVision thing, like making us have all this speculation. Yeah. And then, but then we were even taught not to have the speculation. Yes. But then we still, as fans, do that, we're right? We're still doing it, yeah. Because obviously, we think about it, they're catering to mostly casual fans, right? Yes. So they're not going to have these in-depth, crazy storylines from the comics that people will know. Because they might get too complicated for the fans that don't know those kind of stories. Right. Even though they'd be great for the people who do know those stories. Exactly. So I think we... Still looking a little too hard into what is actually happening in these things. But it is a fun ride, right? Yeah. Um, I think Kang is going to be, in the end, tied to all of this. I don't think that getting an android that doesn't look like Kang has anything to do with voiding Kang as the villain in this. Yeah, totally. Not that I think he's the villain, but I think he's going to be tied to the whole story. Mm-hmm. Uh, as the mysterious what's behind this yeah. wall of right. timekeeper androids. Makes sense. 
Um, I had a couple, like, see, one of my theories was that Sylvie or this female Loki was going to be an amalgamation of Sylvie and the Enchantress. I'm sticking by that. I still think that is what they're doing because they keep saying enchantment or enchanting with her. Mm-hmm. So that, I'm going to stick with that. Um, Do you think that's going to be relevant? Like, is it going to be a big like plot point that matters or I, just as a, we couldn't decide which character to use? I think it should be. I think it will matter now after so when we find out loki and sylvie want to fuck they're gonna get some kind of a casual reveal like i'm not a loki yeah and then we'll be like Whew! <laughs> yeah um because this is disney right they're turns not gonna, out okay they're not gonna have children being like okay is so... it okay to fuck yourself <laughs> Okay, I have a new theory. I have a new theory. Okay, so Sylvie and the baby that was supposed to be adopted got switched at birth. And so they adopted the wrong kid. And that's why it was a Nexus event. Okay. It's it's not really a thing that... It's just an offhanded thing. It's a bow tie fix. Yeah. Yeah. I was thinking it was more complicated. Like, what if Loki in that timeline is the king? Oh, fuck. And this is just his daughter. That's awkward. Uh, okay, that would be worse than yeah, fucking yourself. Yeah, that would be weird. I don't like that. Never mind. No, yeah. no, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> I take it all back. <laughs> TBA shows up. Uh, uh, you're going to have to come with us. <laughs> you, you've gone too far with Reset this it. time change. <laughs> okay, so what are your thoughts on the um, wherever the fuck Loki landed? And his his fellow Lokis. Okay, so I'm torn between. I think I have an answer, but for sake of to question it, mm-hmm. I have two ideas. One, these are prisons that they've created for variants in okay. the TVA, okay. where they send them to an apocalyptic zone okay. that they cannot escape because they've kind of designed it so that they you can't leave okay right because they can't like erase a whole place from existence they can just erase the people is that mm-hmm. what you're saying so after an apocalypse yeah, so okay they use apocalyptic wastelands yes to impri- basically be like a planet-wide prison yeah for the people that they have no use for and they can't get rid of them yeah because their timelines are gone yeah but they can't do something with them right okay so they put them there now my question i guess is does each individual variant of a person have its own prison world so does every loki go to one place every mobius go to a one place every whatever fucking version of whatever character do they all go to one place as that variant yeah there's like a dedicated the dedicated loki apocalypse world. yes so they're all lokis and nobody else Here's where I think, I don't think that's the case because of the trailers we've gotten, we do see that there's a president Loki. Whether that's our Loki or another variant Loki, I don't know. But I'm going to assume that's in this apocalyptic New York. Yeah. And in that trailer, those scenes, there are other characters who are not Lokis. Yes, that's true. So that tells me if that is going to tie to that, where we are with Loki currently. Mm Mm-hmm. This is not a, only the, this variant of a character goes there. Yeah. I'm thinking that each. Plus, Mobius and Loki have to have their bro moment, right? Yeah, of Come course. Back. Of course. 
Um, it does definitely seem like they're trying to lead us to believe that there is only one variant or one mm. world per variant type. Um, but I also agree with you that I think that that's not going to be the case. I'm thinking maybe the explanation for there being three to four Lokis where they're waiting for him is that maybe each variant type has their own special door that they go through. And there's just like a special area. So they always land in the Always spot. land in the same spot. Okay. So, do you think they just wait there for a new Loki to come every once in a while? I don't know. Maybe. Or do they just saw him fall in? Maybe. I haven't thought this theory through entirely, yeah. but <laughs> there's got to be a reason, you know? Yeah. I guess the question is, why are they all there? Yeah. I have to assume that they have all done something that went against the greater plan of the singular timeline. And so, they've been all shunned there. Yes. To avoid them fucking with it. Yes. Or they're going for Lokis because they know that one of them is involved in fucking up the timeline that they want to achieve. Mm -hmm. They don't know which one. Okay. Which would explain why they're supposedly going after all these variants of Loki recently. But a surge in Lokis, right? Yeah. uh, Mobius kind of made it seem like like they're more common. Yes. Maybe they're more common because the timekeepers or whoever was controlling those androids made them a target. That's a good point. It was always decreed by the timekeepers who they go after. So it wasn't that there were more Lokis doing things against the timeline. It was just suddenly all the Lokis were needing to be pruned because mm-hmm. the timekeepers or whoever didn't want them. And didn't. They were like, nope, I yeah. don't need you here because you have potential to, th- to threaten me. Which brings up to me, are we going to see a Hulk Loki? A Hulky? A Hulky? A Lulk. Yeah. I still think that it could be a King Loki situation. Okay. That's kind of what I'm going with, too. Because that would make sense, too. If So you're saying Kang's out the window. Mm. It's The TVA is still being ran behind the idea of a an alpha Loki yeah. who's controlling time for his own purpose. Yeah. As much as I want Kang, because Kang is a more elegant answer to this, mm-hmm. or, or a, a more... He's got better depth as far as if he were the one that's orchestrating it. Mm-hmm. I feel like it's going to be more of a King Loki deal, and then maybe Kang will be introduced yeah. in some tangential way. Well, here's the thing: I don't think it's a, I don't think Kang is involved in the TVA directly with this matter. Mm-hmm. I think Ravona is the key to what's happening here. Okay. For whatever reason, she's like meddling with something that's like her. The problem was she let that kid go. Yeah. She's trying to fix that whole ordeal, right? Mm-hmm. I think she's going to be tied to Kang. Something happens to her by the end of the series. Maybe she gets uh, knocked unconscious or is in a coma, which would go into a storyline that she is put into a coma and Kang is like basically doing what he's doing to try and save her. Okay, yeah. Um, that that cartoon I was telling you about, the Earth's Mightiest Heroes, mm-hmm. whatever, there's like, I think it was two or three episode arc. Yeah. Um, so the basic premise of that is, from his timeline, the events of Captain America coming back out of his own time mm-hmm. causes the destruction of the planet, or whatever, the the timeline, Yes, which causes somehow his love interest, which is Ravona, to go into a coma. Mm-hmm. And so he blames Captain America, so he comes to the time to kill him, mm-hmm. so that he can save his woman mm-hmm. in his time. Okay. They could maybe go something with that route. Not Sir Captain America, obviously, but 
maybe Loki's responsible for changing this big Nexus event, which causes her... Well, I think her going to a coma would be something happening to her within the next two episodes Mm -hmm. in this whole battle between the TVA and Loki's. Right, right. Which would bring Kang to have to... Intervene. Come to the forefront, which we'll probably get through Ant-Man. Fair. That's a good point. Hmm. I, I was happy with how many things happened in this episode, but mm-hmm. I still feel like I have now more questions. Yeah, they've definitely <laughs> opened up the floodgates of like, well, what's really happening? Yeah. I do think there is a Loki involved. I don't know. I feel like I may have brought this idea up before, but I kind of spawned while you were talking about a King Loki of some sort. What if the current Loki that we're following is the one behind all of this. And it's a time paradox mm-hmm. where he gets to this point not knowing who's behind it, only to find out through his actions later on of getting through to the this world, whatever prison thing, and then working his way out somehow through some kind of a getting the people behind his back or whatever, mm-hmm. and then taking over power of the TVA. But in the end, it was always him from the start. Right, yeah. And he took it from himself. Yeah. You get what I'm saying? Yeah, I get what you're saying. Like, maybe he unknowingly is, like, his own creator of the TVA. Yeah, I can see that. But with the arc that they're putting him on, it seems like he's going more towards not being the evil villain. I know, and that's what I would... Like, that's kind of why I think it could work, because that concept of him would be the villain. Yeah. Right? Yes. And so this would be him confronting himself and who he's been and choosing whether to continue that mm. timeline, that that route of life. Okay. Or to take a different one and be the person he wants to be as Mobius keeps telling him. Right, right. Okay. Which would be fall in love with myself. Yeah. <laughs> Check. <laughs> Yeah, that's an interesting, Just interesting idea. point. Yeah, I like it. Well, any final thoughts? Uh, I, I guess I just overall, I just I'm I'm curious where this is gonna go. But I have to assume Sylvie's gonna die. Like I can't see them actually giving them a happy ending together. Yeah, that's not not very... not that like he doesn't deserve it, but like it would fall in line with the whole theme of like he's not meant to be the one that succeeds like he's you know he's gonna fail in the sense of like losing the love of his life or whatever if you call her that yeah i just don't think they can continue all of these characters without affecting the mcu like yeah that uh i feel like at least one of them has to die and i don't think he's the one that's gonna i don't i guess it depends depends if they made the contract for him to have a further (laughs) role in the the future yeah but i mean i would imagine they do Oh, something I forgot to explain from earlier. I talked about Time Theater 47. That was Mm -hmm. the room in which they were holding Sylvie. And I did find online that it was, um, potentially, it could be a reference to the What If number 47, which is a story called What If Loki Found Thor's Hammer First? And so that could have been, people are saying it could be foreshadowing to the character at the end that we see that the quote-unquote boastful Loki where he has a hammer. Mm -hmm. So... That's the theory floating around. Okay. Do you think we'll see a Thor variant in this as a cameo? We got Lady Sif. Do you think we'll see Chris Hemsworth himself? And that would be cool, but I don't know. That might be expensive. <laughs> I guess if he... Well, I mean, he, he loves his role with, with 
Marvel, right? Yeah, I that's don't think true. he's worried about the money. Yeah. Doing like a 30 second cameo. <laughs> so yeah. It's not going to be that hard. Yeah. Especially if you like green screen, right? You could probably do it in his own house. Mm hmm. Oh, okay. Sorry. So this 47 thing, it could also be a reference to um, Sylvie's Nexus event because she's being held in that room. So the thought is that it's possible that her Nexus event is that she was going to find the hammer before Thor. Oh, wait. So in the comics, in the she com- finds the comic before no, Thor? No, in the comics, uh, there is a story involving a duplicate Thor, Tareen, who is basically a Thor variant called Thor Girl. <laughs> yeah, um, okay. <laughs> yeah. Um, but the idea, I think it's like a symbolism thing, is people are s- supposing that it's possible that's a, a reference to her Nexus event of her being held inside that number 47 room was mm. possibly because... She was going to find the hammer first, which... Presumably as a child? Possibly, yeah. I don't... Or... This is all conjecture. So it's all just... So people's just fan theories. People are just... Yeah, it's fan theories abound. Nothing's factual. It's just interesting to think about. That's all. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, there's only two episodes, right? So I'm I'm really excited to see where this goes. Yeah, and they better be fucking jam-packed with stuff, because we only got two left. Yeah. My only (laughs) concern is going to be very simplified and, like, bow-tie ending where we just don't really get this. I don't know. I don't... We're not getting answers, right, at the end of this for some things. I think we're going to get teased, kind of like they did with Falcon Winter Soldier. We didn't get every answer in that, Mm -hmm. but they set up things, right? Yeah. But as long as you can like get a the, decent uh, number of answers. Like the uh, the power broker, right? We got the answer of who it may have been, but we didn't necessarily get, like, for sure it was that character. Yeah, yeah. That's true. I'm sure we'll still have questions after the series is over, but I'm hoping it'll just be less than we currently have. Mm. <laughs> well, let's uh, wrap this up, because I think the TVA may be after us. Yeah, we should probably get out of here soon. All right, so what would you rate this episode? We kind of talked about how we liked... Or how we felt about the episodes yeah. overall. But yeah. what is your official rating of this episode? After this episode is definitely a dissect it. I would agree. Dissect yeah. it all the way. Yeah. I feel like this was probably this was probably my favorite episode. I so agree. far. I think this episode, second episode, first episode, third episode. Yeah. Is my order. That seems reasonable. But ironically, a lot of people are flipping Episode 3 and 4 as being the best and worst. Huh. Weird. I would love to see the breakdown of, like, what else those people watch. It's like, if it's a certain style of material that you like. I think, yeah, those are like, if you really enjoy the, I would say, getting that backstory or whatever. Kind of like, story arc for a character. Mm -hmm. Like, on their personal journey. Yes. But it didn't really grow as far as the story. Exactly. Of the big picture. Yeah, they were still in the same place at the end as they were in the beginning. Mm-hmm. Which I don't like. You just went from them hating each other to them slightly hating each other. <laughs> slightly hating each other, but still fucked. <laughs> so hope, I'm hoping that next episode isn't like, like boring. Yeah. Because this one was, in my opinion, really good. Mm-hmm. Like I don't. I'm hoping the next two episodes are just. All roller coasters. Yes. Yeah. I don't want them to be like going downhill again or back to the whole, we're doing more backstory stuff. Like, let's just keep the ball rolling. Let's get more, as much information out as possible. Yeah. Be interesting to see. Definitely. All right. That is it for the anatomy of Loki.
episode four. Yes. The Nexus event. Yeah, that's what it was called. Thanks everyone for listening. We appreciate you. If you have the 30 seconds in your day, if we would be so grateful if you would head over to Apple Podcasts or iTunes and leave us a rating or review. If you enjoyed the podcast or send us an email directly to dtfpod at gmail.com. You can check us out on Facebook, Dissecting This Fiction Podcast, or follow us on Twitter at dtfpod. Uh, we also have a website, dtfcast.com, where you can see direct links to all of our episodes. And don't forget to listen to our other episodes where we cover news in movies, TV, and games. Yeah, there'll be lots of good stuff. Catch you up on the weekly buzz in the industry. Yeah. Not that we're a part of it. Pretty much all things entertainment, we consume them and then give you the Cliffs Notes. We're like the TVA of <laughs> the news. I don't think we, we pick are. and choose what we want you to know. <laughs> okay, fair. And then we give that to you. But, okay, Everything right. else is deleted. It's, I, it's pruned. It never happened. I guess you're right. We are the TVA. We turn it into juice and we just give it to elderly people. <laughs> Get rid of this. <laughs> they can't know about it. Yeah. It's me, Grandma Ravona. Yeah. Just keep drinking that prune juice. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Thanks, everyone, for listening. Bye-bye. What?